Hello and welcome back to Before the Shutter. My name is Harley Bainbridge. I'm a portrait and conceptual art photographer from Manchester in the UK. And this is my podcast where I talk about photographic theory, some book reviews, uh, work that I've been doing, updates on my website, things like that. Just kind of anything to do with photography apart from tech and gear reviews because it just doesn't interest me to be perfectly fair sorry anyway (laughs) i wanted to say a big thank you to my few listeners out there um i don't have a massive audience yet but it's really nice that people are taking the time to go through my back catalogue and listen to my older stuff and if anyone wants to get in touch i'll leave my um, contact details in the description Um, So if you've got any feedback on how I can make the podcast better or anything that you'd like to hear about or talk about, I'll leave the contact details in the description of the podcast episode. So after the long introduction, I think we'll get on to what I want to talk about today. And that is the subject of reading photographs. So for those not familiar with the term, what does reading a photograph mean? Well, essentially it is going beyond what our initial impression of the form of imagery is so be it through social media news newspapers advertisements billboards anything that you see basically which contains an image going beyond that initial impression of what we feel about that image and understanding how it makes us feel that way so it might be um, recognizing the influences on our own existence so it might be our upbringing education experiences anything like that can um, taint an an image one way or another it's also understanding historic influences on that image so um, what does the color processing evoke emotionally or intellectually what does the clothing the um, portrait subject wear? how does that influence us Um, does it make a difference if he's in a newspaper versus being on instagram Does it make a difference if it is created by a person of colour versus a person who is um, white? Does it make a difference if it is someone who is commissioned by a government to investigate something or someone who has done it off their own back? Uh, All these very complex and wide-ranging influences can change a photograph in thousands of different ways. And the reading is recognizing all those different influences and essentially seeing how it can influence the image and what the result of that is so is it that those influences driving an agenda which is positive it might be an agenda which is classed as not being positive it might be that it is to support um, a report in which case is that report of positive or negative endeavor once you start looking at photographs and other imagery in that way you'll find it comes naturally that you start to question what the purpose of the photograph is how it can be improved how it can be better balanced to represent what is actually going on in the world and how we ourselves can avoid getting negative connotations from what we are shown or negative influence from what we are shown that really leads into why you should read photographs so there was a very famous quote by Molly Nehe, who I'm sure I'm probably pronouncing the name wrong because I've still never really heard the official pronunciation. 
but the quote was that the roughly because i don't have it in front of me sorry that uh the ignorance of photography will be the illiteracy of the future and it was very prophetic in a way where we are now living in a world where the vast majority of information we gather is in short visual snippets whether that is through social media or through 24-hour news everything's broken down into its simplest form and generally much in the way that we read much more from body language than we do from actual vocal language we infer a lot of information from a short caption um, and the photograph attached to it and that is not necessarily a bad thing but the why is it helps us create better imagery which is uh, less troublesome and less issue filled than some of the imagery that you see it also um, helps us take what we consider acceptable and change it in ways that um, improves it to better represent what's going on it also gives us chance to reveal prejudices uh, within the creators or within the subjects or within the business or the commissioner or the news itself it helps us demystify photography as well a lot of media that we see out there is successful because of what i call a mystification of the process but mystification is very much part of reading um photography there's extensive um writing by barthes on the idea of um the myth in imagery and by demystifying it we can learn to appreciate art which is not necessarily aesthetic but a lot more influential in different ways and another reason for reading um, images is that it helps us understand a lot more of the complexity of individuals and events if we can start to recognize where our own prejudices come in and our own experiences come in we can then start to recognize how they correlate with others uh, or other events but it also helps us remove ourselves from a scene and see what we are shown a lot more empathetically so that kind of brings us on to how to read photographs and it's simultaneously a extremely simple but also extremely complex subject and it's one of the reasons why i wanted to do this specific podcast and do it a lot more relaxed really because i find that reading photography for me kind of comes intuitively but i'm also quite a um cynical person um it's very rare that i take things at face value um and explaining how to do it to someone is not necessarily a linear x y and z step-by-step process but in some of my upcoming podcasts i will be taking some of my favorite photographs from the last year so these readings are not necessarily a critique i mean they are a critique in ways that i feel they can be improved for the better of photography but they're not a critique because i don't feel that they're good photographs um what one of the reasons i've done that is i'm not a believer in spreading negativity around I think you're better off raise the profile of the good stuff so that it um, outshines the not so good stuff but also 
it's good to practice reading on photographs that you enjoy and love because when you have that kind of attachment to something it's very easy to overlook any potential issues in it but getting in the practice of looking for those issues even in work that you love you can see how you could improve it and refine it and make it even better one of the things that i don't do is i don't tend to read my own work and that's because the creation of the work is my own process and the reading of it in the in the post production is pretty much my selection process so if i've gone through that process of finishing and presenting a piece of work i've generally done as much as i can without outsiders intervention to prevent misrepresentation and problematic imagery and that's not to say i haven't um created work what is poor you know there's there's sections of work that i have no interest in following up on purely because it's not been effective and sometimes i might have cleansed it too much but at the same time i reach out to my peers to uh, seek feedback on any work that I have created where it might be potentially problematic or it might be I've overlooked something or misinterpreted something and it's that feedback that I get what helps me read my own work but that also helps me develop my skills in reading others work so I think I normally start off reading a photograph by first looking at the big picture seeing what the image looks like how the people are positioned, the clothing, the colour treatment, the overall grading of the image, um, the composition of the image, but then also looking at uh, what objects are in the image, what uh, animals, what the scene is like, what type of bricks are the buildings made out of, what type of bricks are the floor made out of, what captions have been attached to it, what medium is it in, and from those... I, I pull on my own personal experience, but also uh, some of my learned experiences. Um, so, for example, there is uh, a film called Paris, Texas. And I wrote an essay on a, a single frame from that film or um, a behind-the-scenes photograph. In that, I was looking really for what correlations are between Paris, Texas and Paris, France. And what objects and uh, composition would lend itself across both to tie the two together but then it was also looking for things that I were expecting to be there but weren't there or things that looked part of the scene and seemed natural but didn't fit in with what I knew about the particular scene and essentially that's what reading photography is it is seeing each individual part and seeing how that individual part affects you or influences you you might come from a background where there's a particular connotation associated with a mouse for a, for a random example but it's something which to me it just means a mouse but to another culture or um, gender or experience it might represent something mythically you know when we think of a mouse the first thing i think of is mice and elephants and how elephants are scared of mice and just really random things like that but that informs my decisions about how i read the photograph i think my biggest advice for anyone who's looking into understanding 
why art is art is essentially just to recognize your own intuition and really to embrace that personal experience and emotion and even your prejudices and you might look at an image and i've done this recently with a couple of images where it's not necessarily my first thought but i am aware of thoughts which are associated with negativity now i don't embrace that negativity i don't hold them thoughts i don't choose them thoughts as my own and they don't represent me but knowledge of them thoughts and recognition of them thoughts means that i'm able to look at an image and say well if i feel that this says this someone who does share that feeling is definitely going to read it and this is one of the things about reading photographs what i think is really important is i don't generally believe that a photograph or possibly art itself is powerful enough on its own to change people's hearts and minds that's not to say that a wealth of art combined with education combined with um you know social responsibility and combined with your experiences and friends and family and influences like that that can change your mind completely believe that but it's very 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 rare that you're going to show someone a single piece of art and it's going to change their mind about a social issue otherwise everyone would be changing their mind left right and center so it's one of those where you'll see the compound effect over time and the point of that is that the vast majority of um, art communication and visual communication is going to embed the idea or expand the idea that you already hold and this is where you can show a photograph to someone who has one belief and show the same photograph to someone else who has a different belief and both will have a different reading now that's not to say one is right and one is wrong but it might be that one is positive and one is negative it might be one is for community and one is against community or it might be one is for one community and another is for another community and essentially the photograph or image or art is achieving the same goal with both sides but in different ways and i think this is most prevalent in modern media where one group can look at the news and say this shows how mad it is and the other group can look at it and say this shows how good it is and a recent conversation that i had with someone on social media about this kind of highlighted it to me really where um i'd saw i'd seen a beautiful piece um i forget exactly who it was by now but the conversation struck out to me because a commenter had said that all art should have no political agenda and I understand why he's saying that it is very much a belief that art is about beauty about aesthetic but really for me the the difference between craft and art is someone who is a very very good painter or a very very good photographer is probably more a craft person as in they have perfected the technical aspect of their medium 
and that's not a detriment that's not to say that it isn't art but at the same extreme you may wonder why someone who paints an 18 square foot canvas a single shade of blue is classed as an artist and for me that is because art is more about the communication of an idea and the better the artist the fewer attempts the fewer strokes the fewer uh, colors in that case um that are used to achieve that goal the better the artist um and in some ways people share that view and in some ways people don't and one of them ways is in whether art should be political or not and i don't think art should ever be political because that would mean that we have got a left and a right art i think art should be about anything you want it to be about but it needs to be about something and it is in the communication of that something that makes it art so that's where the reading comes back round where you can go through an instagram feed and you can quite happily dismiss the vast majority of it because essentially the vast majority of most social media is a sales pitch and the meaning and the reading is fairly straightforward we want you to buy x that's not to say there isn't work to be done in reading sales imagery because that in itself is problematic for the way that it perceives and projects ideals of what their customer should be or you need this product to be that type of person but if you're looking at it from a purely enjoyment viewpoint and you're not doing it for any academic reasons you know you might want to relook at some classic art and think okay so what makes this the work of a master what makes this the work of a top artist and what once you might have looked at and thought oh that's a really good painting or oh that looks like a person you'll be able to look at it again and think right yeah so it looks like a person but it actually moves me because I can see something in that picture that I recognize as a value I share or um, as a characteristic I share or I know something about the life of that person or the experiences of that person or the sense of being in an environment that's been created and that really is why I think it's important but also why it's a good thing to do and how you can do it yeah so i'm kind of tapering up off a little bit here because i just realized i've been talking for nearly 20 minutes and my voice is getting a little bit dry and i seem to have talked myself into a corner a little bit uh, so my next kind of few podcasts are going to be a readings of photos and they're not going to be academic they're not going to be under un, understandable they're going to be quite relevant and timely i've taken them from work over the last year but it's more a case of me being able to speak openly about one being myself um my interpretations my understandings my reactions to things and two taking that 
and sharing that recognition with people who may be similar to myself and in a way it's the only way i can talk about different issues in the world is through what i know about photography and how i hope that my own work will improve and reflect those changes um, in the world and in myself and the way i think and at the same time i hope that those who do choose to listen and maybe join in with looking at the images and looking in the same way that, that i do that maybe they can then start um seeing that in other work and even create better work for themselves because now they can see the obstacles that they might face as a as a creator as an artist um so i'm coming to an end because you can probably hear my voice is going um that's mainly because i've done this podcast like three times now and <laughs> every now and then i get to a point where i just stop and cut it all out and start again but i think after trying it for about an hour it's about time that i just put put it to bed and put it out there and if you guys like it brilliant if you don't like it let me know and i'll re-record it and i'll try something different next time but either way, thank you very much for listening, especially if you stayed right to the end of this. And I look forward to delivering you a new episode uh, towards the beginning of next week. And I'll pop links in the bottom for getting in touch if you've got any feedback. But also, I'll put links in the next one for the image that I'm going to be reading. Um, so you'll be able to look at it if you want at the same time. Or you might be able to look at it you know, at another time and, and reflect on it. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you very much.